Well, howdy, Huda Thunkers. I've got some pretty big news you're probably definitely going to want to hear. Okay? You've just won the lottery. Yay! <sighs> Woo! That's awesome! But now what? The lottery is just another form of gambling. The kind where there is very, very little chance of winning, but the payoff is usually enormous. And there are many different kinds of lottery, but for this episode, I'll be talking about the mucho dinero lotteries like the Powerball and Mega Millions. Chances are 1 in almost 175,000 for winning the Powerball, which is about 60,000 times less likely than being struck by lightning in your lifetime. Yet, surveys suggest that one in four of my fellow millennials consider playing the lottery their retirement plans. Me being the frugal, sometimes downright cheap son of a gun that I am, I wanted to hurl when I heard that statistic. The lottery is not retirement, or any other kind of viable financial plan at all. I view the lottery like I view all gambling. Needless spending that if I did play It would be for sheer entertainment and with the mindset that I'm just paying into something that's never going to get my money back. However, I, like most people, have spent a few moments, a few moments daydreaming about what it would be like to win the lottery. You know, the thought of paying off all my debts and having them disappear in just a few payments. Mm, It's sheer bliss. And, you know, all the other fun stuff I could do with it. For those of you that don't know, the large lotteries like Powerball and Mega Millions operate by random chance. Players select five white balls, usually between 1 and 69, and and one red Powerball, usually between 1 and 26. Those numbers depend on which state you're in, you know, which, which numbers you could pick. But then the players wait for the numbers to be drawn at random on TV or the internet. If a person gets all six of the numbers correct, they win the big prize. Let's say that's where you are, sitting on your couch at home with your six winning numbers in your hand. You look down to check and make sure you're not dreaming. Nope, not a dream. You are definitely holding a slip of paper that is worth over $1 billion in lottery winnings. What now? What do you do now? Step one, I'd say, is calm down. The money is useless if you freak out and have a fatal heart attack. Take a breath, assess your situation. You are still the same smartphone-wielding bipedal ape you were when you woke up this morning. What? And step two, whatever you do, do not lose that ticket. Make copies of that ticket, both sides, and lock away the original in a safe, possibly a, a safety deposit box if you can. Treat it like you are Charlie, and this is your golden ticket to the the chocolate factory. (laughs) Don't misplace it anywhere, and avoid any wandering uh, packs of thugs or wolves that might try and jump you in the time until you can claim it. Step three, get online and look up the rules you have to follow in order to claim your winnings. Uh, There's probably a bunch of different rules, and obviously it is important to know the deadline for claiming the money so you don't miss out on the winnings altogether. But depending on how much time you have, you may be able to get some affairs in order before you claim everything. And this is also a good time to look up your options as far as if you want to go for the annuity payments or if you want to go for the lump sum options. Um, Annuity.org says... Often referred to as lottery annuity, the annuity option provides annual payments over time of your winnings. A lump sum payout distributes the full amount of after-tax winnings all at once. Powerball and Mega Millions offer winners a single lump sum or 30 annuity payments over 29 years. While an annuity may offer more financial security over a longer period of time, you can invest a lump sum which could offer you more money down the road. Take the time to weigh your options. Choose the one that's best for your financial situation. 
So do you want to do lump sum? Do you want a smaller amount right now in hand? They do take a lot more out of it. You know, it's after taxes. Or do you want the annuities? Are you someone who you might worry that you might pay it all or you might spend it all at once? Like you're a big spender. You have go on shopping sprees. Then you might want the annuities. They give it to you by yearly. There's less chance of you blowing it all at once. Plus, it is helpful to know what regulations you have to follow in regards to an anonym, anonym, anonymity. There you go. Some lotteries require their winners to reveal themselves and even partake in interviews, while other lotteries allow winners to stay a mystery. I'd strongly suggest you stay anonymous if given the option to do so. If you are required to reveal your identity as the winner, try and keep it a secret for as long as possible. Get a PO box and like Drom says in his song Cash Machine, you don't got left if you don't got my new number. A rich man told me it's a part of the come up. That means get a new phone number um, immediately. Rich people say it's like once you got into riches, when you go from rags to riches, you got to get a new phone number because people are going to blow your phone up. Now, so that was step number 3. Do your research, figure out where you're at, what you need to do and what you want to do. Step 4, lawyer up and not just a lawyer. best to hire an accountant and a financial advisor as well. And remember this isn't the time to call up your old college buddy that minored in financial math and has been doing your taxes ever since. Hire some of the best financial professionals you can find. You're going to need their help and well, now you can definitely afford them. Once you've gathered your team of financial and legal professionals, you can give each one a copy of your ticket that you made earlier while the original is locked away safe. Step number 5, referring back to step 1, calm down. take a breath step back from it all now that your ticket is safe you have a team of smart people to secure your money and you know help you figure out how to do what best to do with it now it is time to figure out what you personally want to do with it what's the goal here and before you let your daydream and get the best of you listen to what some of the most money smart people have said in january of 2016 the largest lottery jackpot of all time hit 1.586 billion let's just round up to 1.6 billion US dollars this is an amount that 99% of the world's population can't even comprehend i know you can't i can't anybody who's not jeff bezos cannot <clears throat> fathom that a mass amount of wealth so abc's good morning america and and that amount of that jackpot i remember when that was going on there were billboards about it it was everyone was talking about this jackpot what would you do with that money i'm going to go buy a powerball everyone was buying the powerball just making the jackpot bigger and here i am just like you're not going to win <laughs> and nobody nobody i knew did so it was a big deal abc's good morning america asked barbara cochran or cork cork Corcoran and Kevin O'Leary, two famously successful investors from the TV series Shark Tank, what their advice would be to the winner. Barbara advised the winner, pay off the taxes right away. Put what is left over in your check in your checking account and take a year or two to clear your head and decide what's important to you before spending any time or before spending any of it. She reminded ABC that the bank only guarantees 250,000. So if the bank went under, she would lose a lot of money but she picked a very stable bank i think she said citibank kevin o'leary first did some rough math to help us out 1.6 billion in lottery winnings after taxes and everything getting the lump sum option that day would shave down to about 400 million oh, gasp i know taxes are awful you went from 1.6 billion to 400 million <laughs> makes me sick 
And that's just a rough estimate, though. He said the smart thing to do is place that remaining money into three or four large, dependable financial institutions at first, instead of just that one checking account. Then invest in risk-free government bonds and a few AAA credits from corporations, and you will make four percent interest a month. He explained that four percent a month of four hundred million after taxes and everything else comes out to about six hundred thousand a month. For the rest of your life, okay. For the rest of your life, six hundred thousand dollars a month. Six hundred thousand a month for the rest of your life. Oh, makes me so happy. That is for the rest of your life and the lives of your children and their children. It's generational wealth, is what they use to describe that. Just be sure not to spend the principal. Don't spend the four hundred million you put in there. Don't give handouts to anybody. And don't spend a dime until that first six hundred thousand dollar check rolls in. Probably don't even quit your job. Don't do anything until that first check comes in. When asked what to do when friends and family ask for handouts, Kevin said, "Only give money from those six hundred thousand checks, not the principal. And when you give it, say to them, 'Hey, this is a gift, not a loan. You don't have to pay it back, but you'll only give them this one-time money. Like you're not going to give it. Don't come asking again.'" He said that's his best way of dealing with it. I don't know if that's a good general rule to apply to all your friends and family and loved ones, but you know it's better than nothing. They're not the only Shark Tank host to give lottery-winning advice. Mark Cuban, arguably the most famous of all Shark Tank hosts, was quoted saying, "You don't become a smart investor when you win the lottery. Don't make investments. You can put it all in the bank and live comfortably forever." And I kind of like Mark's advice. My favorite's probably Kevin's, though. I like that idea—that six hundred thousand dollars a month—and they're not even chipping into the principal at all. Oh. I actually have a college buddy who helps me with my taxes. Like I said earlier, the—it's not the guy you want to hire when you win the lottery, but he helps me with my re- everyday taxes. I asked him what he would do if he won the lottery. He said, "Quote: Personally, first thing I would do is go into work and quit my job." Even with taxes and etc., if it was enough money to live on that I could, that would that would be step one. Second would be to a financial advisor. After that, I think I'd be mint. Shout out to Wade there, thanks, bud, for the little quote. Personally, I like Kevin's idea of collecting on the interest every month, but this isn't my money. You're the one who's won over one billion dollars in lottery money. What will you do with it? I'm sure you've heard about all the horrific tales of greed surrounding past lottery winners. You may want to hire security to keep old love interests, friends, or distant relatives from shanking you in your sleep for not forking over enough cash, or maybe splurge on a life coach to avoid overdosing on mountains of drugs that you now can afford, or perhaps a family psychologist to avoid your loved ones, loved ones, from using the money to give away that you. From using the money that you gave away on drugs that inevitably ruined their lives, many past lottery winners have said they wish they never won in the first place. That is a curse, and if you aren't smart with it, your fortune could easily become a curse and turn out to be the worst thing that ever happened to you. That is true. That's the end of the episode. Just kidding. I'm not ending the episode on that note.、Uh, it's way too dark. Let's see what you could do. With your 1.6 billion dollar lottery ticket winning, remember, depending on what state you're in, the taxes are going to take you down to somewhere around 400 to 450 million dollars. With that kind of cash, you could buy 
71,429 wells to serve communities in Africa through Waters, Water Wells for Africa. It's an actual charitable uh, organization, which estimates that each well, which serves 2,000 people, cost about 7,000 on average. Because I know your mind goes straight to charitable causes. You're such a morally minded person, after all. That's what you can do with your money. The end. Okay, I'm I, just kidding. That's the last time I pulled that terribly dry and probably not even funny joke where I fake end the episode. Literally, I'm never going to do it again. Here's some cool stuff you could actually buy with $450 million. You can buy, and in case you haven't noticed, there's a theme going on where I can't pronounce words. This is going to be one of those times. You can buy 100 Lamborghini Veneno Roadsters. I don't know how you say Veneno. Veneno Roadsters, but I love Lamborghinis. They're so freaking cool. With extra money left over to tip the valet, you could still buy 100 Lamborghinis. And here you go, ladies. You could buy 76,923 wedding dresses from Vera Wang. (laughs) The top designer's creation to set brides back at about $5,000 per gallon. But you could buy 76,000 of them, almost 77,000. You could buy 4,000 private island lots like the ones offered in Fiji Mavuva Island. Each lot on the remote island starts at about $125,000 each. That might be my personal favorite on the list. I would love the idea of owning like a huge spot on a desert and a deserted island. That'd be great. You can have 27 private helicopters like the one used by Christian Grey in the 50 Shades of Gay. Grey. <laughs> each Eurocopter brand chopper piloted by the fictional multi-million multi-billionaire at the center of the story costed about $3,950,000. That's how much each copter costs. You can buy 27 of them. Or you could buy 75 million Travis Scott meals from McDonald's. Each meal costs $6 a pop. Part of the proceeds go to charity. And with all the preservatives McDonald's puts in their food, those meals wouldn't go bad for another 50 years or so. Your idea of what a vacation is going to have to change to. Well, $72 million gets you a flight with the Russian space team to the International Space Station where you can go outside and do a spacewalk. That would be pretty cool. Space isn't your thing. That's okay. For $500,000, you can be flown to Florence. That's in Italy, in case you didn't know that. And I've actually been there myself. You can fly to Florence and eat dinner for six at the feet of Michelangelo's David. Beautiful. I've seen the statue. It's great. For three nights with special access to a non-public gallery and residence in the personal home of a world-famous designer in Tuscany. And alrighty-roo, that is the actual end of the episode, I swear. We've talked about all the things you can buy with your lottery winnings. But before that, all the boring lawyer hiring and accountant hiring you're going to have to do if you would actually win the lottery. And how the fact that for a lot of people winning the lottery was a downright curse. I don't know if I'd actually win the lottery or if I'd want to win the lottery. I mean, like I said, I would love to have my debt go away, but who knows? I wouldn't want, uh, wouldn't want people coming at me old relatives. Hey, Zeb, remember that time we haven't seen each other in 15 years? Could you fork me over a hundred thousand grand? No? All right, then here's a shank in the chest. So I don't know. Lottery kind of seems like a curse to me. But anyway, like I said, that was the actual end of the episode. Hope you enjoyed where my mind went when I thought what would happen if I won the lottery. I did want to give a fair warning with the holidays coming up. I may miss a few episodes here and there. I'm going to 
I'm going on vacations. I'm meeting with family and friends. I'll try and keep posting every Thursday as much as I can. I wouldn't want to disappoint my listeners from all around the world. When I checked yesterday, the Huda Thunkin podcast has listeners from 28 different countries. The only continent we don't have is Antarctica. But until the end of January rolls around, the episodes could become a bit sparse. Thanks for listening, Huda Thunkers. Until next time, hope you tune in and have a wonderful day.